Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everybody. Kip Harrods here with your daily VR Investing Podcast. Another wild day in the markets today following yesterday's just absolute shellacking uh, in, our, in our broad markets and uh, a soaring VIX. Saw some more signs of normalcy today. We'll walk you through that in just a moment, along with what our views are on the market and some of the key things uh, that you can watch for uh, as you're looking for uh, uh, patterns, uh, patterns that are repeating patterns that we follow here. Uh, they're important and we think important to a smart money investor. Let's get to the markets first, and we'll cover that last. Dow Jones today, huge swing today, down over 600 points at one time. Uh, just 30 minutes before the close, it was up 40, finishing down 159 points, about a half a percent at 28,133. Our loser on the day, again, if you're bullish, it's not what you want to see. NASDAQ down 1.2%, down 144 points. But again, it was down well over 300 points intraday. Uh, NASDAQ finishing down 144 at 11,313. S&P 500 down 8 tenths of 1% at 3,426. Uh, and finally, Russ 2000 down six tenths of one percent at fifteen thirty five. This morning we got the jobs uh, uh, figures, the unemployment report for the month of August, and it was really solid beats all around. Very good to see. One point four million new jobs were added in the month of uh, August, beating the estimate of one point two million. Saw a lot of speculation from the CNBC and Bloomberg gurus that they were reporting their estimates were we're only going to get three to four hundred thousand uh, 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 million uh, three three hundred three hundred to four hundred thousand jobs added, just way off base. Again, these perma bears that are on television are enough to drive you into bankruptcy. We don't believe these people are even investors in most cases, but that's a that's another story for another time. But again, solid beats. We also saw the unemployment rate fell to 8.4% from last month to 10.2%. As Tyler pointed out to me today, we had, again, we had these uh, gurus saying that we weren't going to get back under 10% even by the end of the year. We're now we're 8.4%. Everything moving in the right direction. Uh, and, you know, when it comes to, to what we've seen in the markets here, some of these repeating patterns and some of these key signals, again, have been joining us here. You know, we've been uh, talking about how really poor the internals have been for a couple weeks. We've been talking about how the VIX, the fear index, was signaling that something was coming. You know, again, the VIX was up 26% in, uh, in six days heading into yesterday. So uh, all the signs were there that something was going to come. We believe this is going to be short-lived, and here's why. The shakeout we've seen so far yesterday and today has come from the leaders of the market melt-up, and it just happened like that, right? There, were no, uh, there, there was no significant leakage. There was no uh, really a pounding in this group before. It just came out of the blue. That's a shakeout most typically. So from watching uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the mega-cap uh, growth stocks, uh, watching the FANG stocks, Apple, Tesla, of course, the semis, etc. These have been taken out the woodshed. And uh, again, that speaks to us, unless this does grow into something bigger, this speaks to us as a shakeout. But frankly, you couldn't drop, you couldn't drop a more per- perfect shakeout than what we've seen yesterday and today. Every now and then, the day traders just need to be reminded that markets also go down, not just up. So that's why these are healthy corrections. Uh, Typically, based on our work here in the VR investing system, uh, when you get to the level of overbought that we've been at, it typically takes one to two weeks to work off these readings. 
this is not a typical market. But again, we're not we're waiting to jump in with both feet. We're well positioned here. But before we put any new positions on aggressively, we're going to wait and see how the internals look. We're going to keep watching the key leadership groups, again, tech, semis, et cetera, the Apples, the Teslas, all the hot stocks. You want to see how they perform because you want that group being your leader. If they aren't your leadership, then it means we likely have either a weaker market in front of us or a continued rotation which can, the market can do fine in the rotation into value, uh, it, but it just won't be as an exciting run as we've seen. We continue to believe this bull market has got a long ways to go. Remember the fact we've been reporting here. This is a new U.S. economic expansion. These tend to last eight years, right? We just had the shortest recession, the shortest bear market in history. We have a, now have a new U.S. economic expansion that lasts on average eight years, and the S&P 500 on average goes up 250% over that eight-year period. So we believe that uh, pullbacks uh, are healthy and that uh, they should be bought and that when this turn does come, and we'll see it first in the VIX. By the way, the VIX today collapsed. The VIX, you know, which was up 26% yesterday, on top of the 26% it had been up in the, fi- in the previous five days, so 52% move higher in the VIX we had in seven days. Uh, that reversed today. You know, even with the losses today, the VIX today finished down 9%, back to 30.62 on the fear index. So these are some of the the key things you want to look at to judge what's going to happen next. And, of course, the internals, much, much better today. Even yesterday, with a huge decline, uh, they they, they weren't awful. We're talking yesterday, as Tyler reported, 3 to 1 negative yesterday, maybe 4 to 1. But, folks, if you remember March... If you remember December of 2018, like we do, you know, you're seeing 20 to 1 negatives or worse uh, in the internal. So it doesn't mean it can't happen. What we're saying right now is that we don't see signs of that right now, and we don't expect that we will. That's our view. Um, and also, as we pointed out to our clients this morning, we just can never forget the most important point of all. The Fed and global central banks control everything. You don't have to like it. We don't really like it. But it is what it is. Don't fight the Fed. It's just the most important rule of investing, especially in today's markets. And based on everything that we, our research shows us and what we've heard out of D.C. and globally, we heard more of this out of Europe this morning. There's a whole lot more QE directly ahead of us. It's just not going to go away. It can't. You know, it just can't. This is our system. And fighting the Fed has been a losing proposition for a very, very long time. So, we, again, we expect this repeating pattern of market weakness to be met with additional QE. How many times have we seen exactly that following those March 23rd lows? Uh, so uh, the Fed uses this weakness as an opportunity to launch their next bond buying program, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and as we also cover here often, again, dovetailing with the strong U.S. economy based on the, the, the new – uh, U.S. economic expansion is taking place, this, uh, this economy is simply much stronger than most want to believe or, or do believe. We see it in housing. We see it in transportation. We see it in trucking. We see it in manufacturing. These are the biggies when it comes to our leading economic indicators. And of course, uh, those are all in the VRA investing system. So if you're out there wondering, if you've been watching the you know, mainstream media, just pathetic liars now, by the way. It, it's just, it is, it is, it's, it's sad. You know that our media can no longer be trusted. It is just I've in my lifetime, and I'm sure you'll 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 agree. 
Never seen anything like this. The mainstream media now is, uh, is uh, untrustworthy. Yeah, they, they are reporting lies. And so if you're watching it and all you're seeing is negative, negative, negative about the economy, look, I get it, but it's just not really what's happening, right? Yes, people have lost their jobs, okay? Yes, we're going through uh, an upheaval in the economy, but think about what's happening on the flip side of that. Think about the millions upon millions of Americans that just haven't been making a mortgage payment because they have a mortgage forbearance agreement. How about the renters not making rent payments because they can't be kicked out of their home? Moratorium on evictions, right? How about the millions of student loan payments that aren't being made? And the uh, not to forget the big disaster unemployment insurance payments still being made to people that are either out of work or uh, their, their, their independent contractor business, etc., has fallen off. So... You've got Americans that are flush with cash. It just is what it is. The public has right now about $5 trillion stocked away in money markets, and our savings rate's at 15%. That's among the highest, if not the highest, in the history of the United States. Uh, again, a lot of reasons for this liquidity, surge in liquidity that supported the markets. That didn't just go away. Again, adding to the reasons we believe this will be a short-term shakeout. Now, our biggest concern Likely, your biggest concern is what happens on November 3rd, the election. Two months to go, folks. Get ready. I think if you, if, if, if you think what we've already seen is, is crazy, wait till you see what's in front of us. This is the biggest question we have about going forward is what can happen? Both sides are you know, hyper-motivated to win. And this is when bizarre lies are told. This is like we saw with Trump and his, and his views on the military. Uh, this is when you see things happen that add to volatility. Again, we've seen that in the VIX. So that is a real concern. It's obviously something that the smart money investors are worried about. That's why they've been buying hedges You know, on top of this big move we've had, hedging against a downside move like we just had, is what we also did here in our parabolic options program uh, over the last couple of weeks and uh, turned out to be a very, very good trade. But we'll keep an eye on it here. We still believe that pullbacks are healthy, and that pullbacks are buying opportunities, and this bull market has a long, long ways to go. Let's take a look under the hood today. Look at the internals again. Much, much better than yesterday. Even yesterday, again, was not awful, okay? Internals were pretty solid today, even with the NASDAQ down 144 and the Dow down 159, and uh, an S&P 500 down 28. Uh, advanced decline, <clears throat> yes, negative on both NYSE and NASDAQ, but not even two to one negative. Matter of fact, NYSE was only slightly negative on advanced decline. Up-down volume was flat on the NYSE, flat, almost flat on the NASDAQ. So again, the internals are beginning to recover. This is exactly what you want to see if you're bullish. 52-week highs and lows were negative, but not a great shake, really. Uh, pretty much what you'd expect. Only about, uh, what is it, about 60 more stocks hitting new 52-week lows and hitting new 52-week highs. So internals are almost exactly what you'd want to see in a market that was this soft today. And again, with the VIX down 8% today, that's another key signal, another driver that we look for as far as patterns. The VIX was melting up in advance of the decline, and now even with the big decline today, the VIX is going down. That is what you want to see if you're bullish. Again, I'll repeat, if you're bullish. In our uh, sector watch today, of our 11 S&P 500 sectors, we had uh, eight lower today, three higher. Communication services led on the downside, down 1.9%. Consumer discretionary, down 1.4%. Tech, down 1.3%. 
The upside, not a whole lot, but the financials, again, with the move higher in rates, the 10-year is now 0.72%. It sounds tiny. It is tiny, but that's a 15% move higher in rates today uh, based on the 10-year. So again, at 0.72%, that's a pretty big one-day jump, and the financials, are, as we've been told forever, are supposed to like that. So I guess they did today, up seven tenths of one percent. Industrials up two tenths of one percent. Materials also higher, but just slightly. So uh, let's take a look now at our uh, commodity watch, and you know we we think we have an answer as to why precious metals and, and the miners have been soft. You know it really dovetails with the RNC, the Republican National Convention, was so much better than the DNC's was. Right, that's when the political. Uh, 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 channels uh, shifted, and everybody started saying, "Wait a minute! It's not going to be Biden. It's going to be Trump." And so, uh, the the markets, stock markets, like that, but precious metals and miners would not like that. And why would that be? Well, think about it. If Trump wins, we're likely to have a much stronger economy, with much less need for additional QE and stimulus, not just in the U.S. but probably globally. Again. The U.S. leads, the world follows. That's still very much the case. On the flip side, should Sleepy Joe win, what do you think that means for the economy? With $4 trillion in new taxes, right? And uh, with shutting down our oil and gas industry and banning fracking, which he has fully said he would do on multiple occasions. Of course, now he's backtracking. But the point being, we'd likely have a much weaker economy with a Biden presidency, much more need for stimulus and QE, currency inflation, a.k.a. So that would mean uh, under a Biden administration, precious metals and miners would probably do better than a Trump administration. We think because it, this shift and move lower in precious metals and miners happened exactly with the end of the RNC and uh, the fact that uh, 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 the, the political odds shifted to Trump winning. So we think that's been the, the, the reason for the move lower in precious metals and miners, but as we wrote to our folks today in Parabolic Options, and as we talk about daily for our VRE members here, this is a long-term bull market. Right? This, this, this bull market in precious metals and miners is only in its infancy. Folks, I've followed this group for as long as I've been in the business now, 35 years, know it pretty well. I know the macro story. I know the micro story. I'm telling you, yes, in the short term, we may have had an impact in this group. Over the long term, it's not going to matter. This is the bull market of bull markets in precious metals and miners. Use these pullbacks to buy your favorite positions. The leverage is always in the miners, and you don't want to own the paper gold. Buy physical gold and silver. We recommend doing it using monthly dollar cost averaging. So you put the same amount of money into your favorite positions every month, and you don't try to time it. You have a set date, a set amount that's going to go back in. As you continue to build your positions, this way you don't get caught up, again, in trying to time rates. Instead of trying to time your investments, it takes the emotion out of it, makes for a much healthier investor and a much more successful investor. And this particular group, Precious Metals and Miners, is a group you absolutely want to do it in. And uh, again, you know, many will tell you uh, keep about 10% of your assets in this group. We think you know, do what's right for you. We're actually fine with 20% because this is a great bull market that's just now in its infancy. But uh, today, uh, gold uh, bounced around a little bit, close slightly higher, at up $2.30 an ounce at $19.40 an ounce. Silver also slightly higher, up $0.15 cents an ounce at $27.03. Uh, the miners today themselves, 
Again, we're lower again today, uh, down about 1% on GDX and GDXJ, both of these, the gold miner ETFs, but good recovery moves uh, off those 4% losses uh, intraday. Uh, and also today, oil today was down $1.82 a barrel at $39.55. And finally for the day, Bitcoin down 106 back down to 10599 Folks, we have a, a, week, a three-day weekend in front of us. We have Labor Day on Monday. Have a great long weekend. And uh, we'll see you back here again Tuesday after the close.